So Hasuguchi, uh, ah. yeah. <laughs> and immediately Simon falls into that because that's what. So later from Ridley Scott, um, who made headlines recently by saying that the reason that the last duel hadn't done well in cinemas was because of millennials and short attention spans due to the phone hmm. generation. Hmm. And and in fact, the, the reason I know about this was because there was an article about it that cited me complaining about the movie and saying, well, he's hardly a millennial and he's hardly got the short attention span of a mobile phone because I had I had reservations about them. And, you know, Adam Driver came on the film. Adam Driver's also in House of Gucci. Um, and uh, you and I had talked about that there are there are problems with the last duel. It's an interesting it's an interesting concept. Yeah, it was. I should say Adam came on for House of Gucci, and it was yes. Ridley who came on. I beg your pardon. I yes. beg your pardon. It was Ridley who came on for uh, for for the last duel. I'm sorry. You have so many famous people. Jodie Comer. Yeah, you're talking to that I lose track of it. But I think the problems with the last duel weren't to do with millennials and weren't to do with you know iPhone generation short attention span. I think they were to do with that the film itself is problematic. There are things in it that are interesting, but it is it did feel like a very wieldy axe with which to crack a very, you know, small I'm this metaphor isn't quite working. No, but is wield it's a wieldy axe is a good okay, well, um, sleek. Is it a, is it an unwieldy axe? An unwieldy yes, it's it's it was it's like in the same way that what the duel in the last duel was trying to do was to solve a problem by having two people run at each other on horses, it felt like it was dealing with an issue yes. that the film itself felt like it was two people running at each other with horses rather than a, a dealing with the issue. Anyway, so now House of Gucci, which I think is you know is on much more accomplished and enjoyable territory. This is uh, inspired by the book about the true story about um, uh, Patricia Reggiana, Reggiana, played by Lady Gaga, who uh, a, a, is a larger-than-life figure who uh, meets Maurizio Gucci, who is played by Adam Driver. She's kind of brassy and go-getting. He is sort of bookish and wears these glasses and is studying law. She immediately falls for him or he immediately falls for her, depending on which way around you see it. Um, his father, uh, played by Jeremy Irons, absolutely disapproves of the marriage. He says they're truckers. I mean, they're not truckers. It's a it's a, a haulage trucking company, but he's marrying into trucking company. So he says you can't possibly marry her because she's a she's a gold digger. She's after your money. He says, but I love her, and this is you know this is this is who I am. So she then becomes a part of the family, and then through the sort of affections of Al Pacino's more garrulous. Aldo, who's also the father of Jared Leto's character, Paolo, they find a way in to the family through the fact that he gets on with her and this opens doors. Here's a clip. You have a gift, I'm telling you. Oh, stop. Stop, you're going to make me... You're going to make me cry. Nobody has ever said that to me. Nobody. Paolo, why don't you have your own line? These are just mock-ups. I can't afford to get serious. With your gift and your talent and your vision, are you kidding? Gucci needs no blood. Goodbye, 1930s. Hello, 80s. Huh? Oh, you took the words right out of my guts. Hello, Gucci is coming. Da 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 What's the matter, you? Hey, what's it going to say? Hey! Okay, so that's Palo as played by uh, Jerry Leto. Oh. So, look, so hang on, let's stop. Good, good stuff, okay? Lady Gaga, I think, is great. Uh, as Patricia, she really gives you 
the full character because actually what you're doing is you're playing a character who is larger than life, who was dubbed, you know, Lady Gucci and Black Widow by the media, became the centre of a big scandal. Um, and yet somehow gives you a way into that character, makes you feel that like that character is properly three-dimensional, that that character has a journey. They're not just some femme fatale surface. There is stuff underneath there, you know, properly developed character. I think also the relationship to you know, Maurizio as played by Adam Driver is well done because Adam Driver does a very good job of underplaying it. One of the things that he's always been good at is he has a very expressive face without looking like he has a very expressive face. Adam Driver's resting face is never resting. And so you have these two performances. One of them is kind of big and, you know, out of Gary and something. The other one is much more kind of, you know, restrained, and that works really well together. Then you have a series of other people, Jeremy Irons, who does this kind of vampiric thing, Al Pacino, Al Pacino, <laughs> but in Italian, because everybody's speaking English in Italian accents, yes. except for when the telly's on, when That's it's speaking Italian, Italian in newspapers Italian, are Italian. Newspapers are Italian, but then they speak English. Okay, so all those things are going on, and the film zips along because it's you know it's fashion and money and you know and crime and intrigue and backstabbing and the modern Medici family and all that stuff. Now, two things to say. Firstly, the film is nothing like as camp as the trailer suggests, for better or worse. I kind of wanted this to be a Mummy Dearest camp fest, you know, and the or showgirls. Um, and it isn't like that. It's actually much better behaved than the trailer suggests. So the trailer does a good job of selling it as a kind of, you know, ripe, yarn, true story, but, you know, very kind of all that. But it's actually not as camp as it looks like. That's the first thing. The second thing to say is Al Pacino, who, who is in full <laughs> mode, is positively understated when put on screen next to the ridiculous car crash of a performance that is Jared Leto. <laughs> I am sorry, but can Jared Leto start acting like he's acting in the film with everybody else and not like he's going, Oi! Awards voters! Look at me acting! Look! I'm bald! I've got some prosthetics on and I'm doing a voice! I'm doing it. I'm doing a voice. I'd like, I'd like this. To make a prediction. Like and you, lit literally, people going, "Hey, you know, I don't know what you're doing. Hey, what do you think, Paolo? You're a whale. What on earth is he up to? He's not going to win an award. I bet you, right here and now, that he does. I bet you, I won. He'll what be will he win? Golden Globe. Yeah, but we already know that, you know, that does. I don't, yeah, but they're rubbish. We know that they don't. <laughs> they don't count. You you know they don't count. No, I know. But you just said an award. Okay. Well, the, uh, t t and the Razzies are an okay. award as well, but yeah, not a proper, yeah. no, not no. a proper award. Well, it's, a, no. it's a terrible, terrible performance. Okay, over to you for just a moment. It's not just me, is it? It is. It is an absolutely ridiculous performance. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it slightly less than you. I felt I liked it. I mean, I liked the film. There's, there's, there's some, uh, you know, Gaga is very good. Yeah. Adam Driver is very good. Very I, good. If it, it's the quintessential less than the sum of its parts. He should have been so much better. I thought it was very underwhelming. And it made me want to go home and watch Succession, which okay. does, which, which, you know, I, and I also thought it took an awful long time to tell its story. It could have, again, half an hour less would have been fine. But I, but one thing yeah. we do agree, how long is it? 158. I mean, there you go. But we certainly do agree on Jared Leto's Jared Leto. 
I've never seen somebody take so many acting pills. It's just, just stop. Just do a performance that makes it look like you're actually in the same scene as everybody else. I mean, Little Things was hard work, but my word. And I'm not, uh, the voice, I mean, you heard it in the clip, right? You heard it in the clip. Yeah. I'm not putting, that's just, it's just. It was Joe Dolce, that's what he was doing. Yeah. That's... In, 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 in the words of Donald Sutherland in that adaptation of the Jane Austen film, you have delighted us enough.